Live a vital life. Here's one of the reasons why. If you live well, you will earn well. If you live well, it will show in your face. It will show in the texture of your voice. There will be something unique and magical about you if you live well. It will infuse not only your personal life, but your business life as well. It will give you a vitality that nothing else can. Welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all entrepreneurs. I'm Lindsay Teague Moreno, your host, author of Getting Noticed, a book about how to grow your business through social media. You can find more information about me and how to grow your business further by visiting my home on the World Wide Web, lindsayteaguemoreno.com. Welcome back, you guys. I hope you had an awesome 4th of July weekend. I know I did. I put off uploading this podcast until today because I didn't want to disturb your holiday weekend. And I know a lot of you guys were out of town and had stuff with family, people have off work, all that kind of stuff. So that is why we're getting one of these on a Wednesday. So thank you for tuning in. I'm super glad you're here. Today, we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite topics and something that has really impacted my life and my business in the last mm, 15 years, maybe more. Gosh, how old am I? Yeah, like 15, <laughs> like 15 years. And so I'm going to talk to you guys about that today. But before we do that, let's talk about today's wine. So today we're trying the K Vintners, the Deal Sundance Vineyard Syrah 2013. That is a lot of words <laughs> in the title of one wine. I'm going to say it again. K Vintners, the Deal Sundance Vineyard Syrah 2013. I will actually put the name of this in the description of the podcast so you don't have to write that down <laughs> really fast. But I'm not usually a Syrah drinker. Sometimes I think they're a little bit too sweet for me. This one I actually gave it a try because I had really, really good marks. And so I ordered it online, came to my house, and it was really good. It's actually under 40 bucks, which I appreciate. And it was really good wine. So give it a try. K Vintner's The Deal Sundance Vineyard Syrah. Plus it has a really cool label, big old K on it, which my daughter loved. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the content for today. We're gonna be talking about the thing that I think has had the most profound effect on my being able to produce, on my being able to have a successful business outside of the people that I work with that are amazing and do so much and are so talented. The thing that for me, for my personal life and for my personal business and what I have been able to have my hand in, I think one of the biggest predictors of that is something that I learned when I was in college. At the end of my undergrad and just before I finished, I started working for my mom. She was a real estate agent in Arizona. She was very successful. She was really good at what she did. And most of all, she loved every single day of what she got to do. She loved showing houses. She loved the transaction portion. She loved every bit of it. It was hard, but she loved it. And she showed me what it was like to be an entrepreneur underneath her. She taught me everything that it meant to be an entrepreneur. And I am a better entrepreneur because of that time with her. I probably worked for her for two and a half, three years before I went on and started doing scrapbooking, which she did not love. I'm not going to lie to you, <laughs> but it was something that I felt like I should do. It was something I felt like I was called to do. And it turns out it had a really great place in my future business. Uh, but while I was with my mom working with her, she took me to a conference where I actually got to see Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar speak. I got to see them twice and I feel so grateful for the impact that they have had on my life. Just seeing them for you know two hours max a piece, uh, unbelievable. Uh, the thing that I took the most home from was how to set goals at that convention. 
And I actually got to sit and listen to Jim Rohn teach me (laughs) how to write goals. And I wouldn't give that experience up for anything in my life. And it's something that I continue to do now as I did the day that I started it. And I kind of want to just pass that on to you guys. I want to talk to you guys about goal setting and what it means and why it's important. And then I want to teach you how to do it. I want to teach you that it doesn't have to be some big, long, crazy, drawn out process where you have to take hours and hours and break down everything that you've ever done. Uh, into something that you may or may not ever complete. And so I kind of want to just teach you guys how I do it. I think that it's going to be a lot easier than you think it will. I've actually made you guys a little workbook to work through. And then I'm going to read you guys something that has had a very profound impact on the way that I set goals, where I set goals, how I set goals, and what is important and what's actually not important in my life. So let's get started. First thing I want to talk to you guys about is the importance of goals and why we would even set them in the first place. I had kind of gone out and looked at some studies recently about goal setting and how much more likely were people that actually set goals um, to be successful than people that don't. And so here's some information from you from the Harvard Business Review. 83% of people in our population do not set goals at all. I'm judging those people silently right now. (laughs) 83% don't set any goals whatsoever at all in their life. 14% have a plan but have not written them out. And only 3% of our population write down their goals. (laughs) That number alone is staggering to me because here's the really important part about those numbers. People that have a plan but didn't write down their goals. So they have decided this is what I really kind of want in my life, but they haven't written anything down on paper. Those people are 10 times more successful than the people that write nothing down. So simply just thinking about a plan for your life gives you a 10 times more likely chance to be successful than doing nothing at all. Here's the other kicker. People that actually do write it down are three times more successful than the people that just think about it. So just simply thinking about and writing down your goals can give you a 13 times more likely percentage to be successful than doing nothing at all. Just simply doing that will bring your goals to you, right? Jim Rohn says, goals are something that you attract and not something you pursue. Yes. (laughs) We're not talking about, I'm going to make all this happen. It's going to happen tomorrow. I'm saying simply writing it down will attract the things that you want to you. You putting it out there, this is what I want for my life. This is what I want for all parts of my life will bring those things to you. You have got to concentrate now and write them down so that you can have those things in the future. So I'm going to ask you guys just to follow this workbook that I'm going to give you. When you are done listening to this podcast, if you go to lindsayteaguemoreno.com slash goodlifeminiguide, goodlifeminiguide, one word, That will pull up a PDF for you guys to print off and fill out. And it will have exactly where I set goals and how I do it. So I set goals in six areas. And this is because this is what Jim Rohn told me to do. And who am I to argue with the best? (laughs) I'm not here to change what he has done. And so here's the places that I set goals. Uh, Personal, spiritual, financial, health, business, and relationships. Now, if you have listened to any of my previous podcasts, you guys know that I think that balance is bullshit. I think that's not real. I think believing that you're going to crush every goal in every area of your life at all times at the same time is a complete pipe dream. I think you're going to have to give a little to get a little in different places. And so in different parts of your life and different seasons of your life, you'll be concentrating on different parts. 
right? Right now, I find myself concentrating a little bit more on my personal goals and uh, my business goals and my relationship goals, where I'm letting my health goals go a little bit, clearly, right? (laughs) They're slipping. If I'm spending all of my time counting my calories and looking at everything that I've eaten and getting in the gym every single day for two days, then I'm not going to have as much time to work, right? Or I'm not going to have as much time to be concentrating on my personal relationships or my relationships with my family or spending time this summer with my family, right? I'm not saying I can't do it. It's not that I can't do it. It's just that at this time in my life, I find myself concentrating more on a few different places in my life than others. And I think there's a give and take there. I think that you're going to be going back and forth, but it doesn't mean that you don't write it down. It doesn't mean that you don't try in those other areas. So personal, spiritual, financial, health, business, and relationships. And the way that I write goals is like this. I think pipe dream goal. Like what is my BHAG, right? Your big, hairy, audacious goal. The one that you are scared to write down. You don't have the skills to pay the bills yet in this area, but something that you want, right? So your BHAG. I would write down the thing that I want the most out of my business. I mean, you can taste it. You want it so bad. You have no idea how that's going to happen, right? Right now, it seems so big and so far away. That's the thing I want you to write down. And so I want you to come up with one for each of these areas, one BHAG for each of these areas. And then what I do is I break that down and I make that into two step goals. So if my BHAG is I'm going to write a New York Times bestseller, that's one of my business goals. I would need to break that down. How am I going to make that happen? If I do these two step goals by proxy, my big goal will be met, right? So my step goals could be to grow my following on on social media. It could also be to create a lot of content and practice writing more. And all of these step goals, I would need to create into a SMART goal format, right? So I need to make sure that they're specific and measurable. You guys can Google SMART goals if you want to learn a little bit more about that. But I want to make sure that it's a goal that I can't weasel out of. (laughs) So I have my big goal, then I have my two step goals that would get me there. If I complete these two things, then I am by proxy on my way to completing my BHAG. And then what I want to do is create action steps for each of those little step goals. What are the things that I can do daily that I have control of right now that I can go and get a skill in right now? What can I do right now to create action on those step goals, which then create my big goal? And so this workbook is going to walk you guys through that. I promise it's not going to take a ton of time from you. It just will take a few minutes of you sitting down in the quiet and thinking for yourself about the things that you want for your life. So look, Maybe this topic is coming to me right now because it's my mother's birthday this week and I find myself struggling to um, not be really sad this week. But my mom loved goal setting and she loved her business and she loved her family and she had a really good grip on what was important in her life. And it's something that I struggle (laughs) to remember. At times I get so bogged down with, I need to do this and this needs to happen and this happened to me and this isn't fair. And I forget what's really important in my life. But one of the last things that my mom left me with was an excerpt from a talk that Jim Rohn gave. And she wrote it down in her blog before she died. And it was one of the last things that she ever said. And so I want to read it to you guys because it perfectly explains what's important and why. And what it means to have a good life. And to me, setting goals and creating the future that you want, being a part of the process of creating your life on purpose 
is part of a good life. And so I want to read you guys this little uh, talk that he gave. It's not very long, but it's really important. It's had a profound impact on my life. And I know it had a profound impact on my mother's life. And so as a tribute to her, I want to read it to you guys. What Constitutes a Good Life by Jim Rohn. The ultimate expression of life is not a paycheck. The ultimate expression of life is not a Mercedes. The ultimate expression of life is not a million dollars or a bank account or a home. Here's the ultimate expression of life, in my opinion, and that is living the good life. Here's what we must ask constantly. What for me would be a good life? And you have to keep going over and over and over the list, a list including areas such as spirituality, economics, health, relationships, recreation. What would constitute a good life? I've got a short list. Number one, productivity. You won't be happy if you don't produce. The game of life is not rest. We must rest, but only long enough to gather strength to get back to productivity. What's the reason for the seasons and the seeds, the soil and the sunshine, the rain and the miracle of life? It's to see what you can do with it, to try your hand. Other people have tried their hand. Here's what they did. You try your hand and see what you can do. So part of this life is productivity. Next are good friends. Friendship is probably the greatest support system in the world. Don't deny yourself the time to develop this support system. Nothing can match it. It's extraordinary in its benefit. Friends are those wonderful people who know all about you and still like you. A few years ago, I lost one of my dearest friends. He died at age 53 of a heart attack. David is gone, but he was one of my very special friends. I used to say of David that if I was stuck in a foreign jail somewhere, accused unduly, and if they were to allow me one phone call, I would call David. Why? He would come and get me. That's a friend. Somebody who would come and get you. Now we've all got casual friends. And if you called them, they would say, hey, if you get back, call me, we'll have a party. So you've got to have both real friends and casual friends. Next on the list of a good life is your culture, your language, your music, the ceremonies, the tradition, the dress. All of that is so vitally important that you must keep it alive. In fact, it is the uniqueness of all of us that when blended together brings vitality, energy, power, influence, uniqueness, and rightness to the world. Next is your spirituality. It helps you form the foundation of family that builds the nation. And make sure you study, practice, and teach. Don't be careless about the spiritual part of your nature. It's what makes us who we are, different from animals, dogs, cats, birds, and mice, spirituality. Next, here's what my parents taught me. Don't miss anything. Don't miss the game. Don't miss the performance. Don't miss the movie. Don't miss the show. Don't miss the dance. Go to everything you possibly can. Buy a ticket to everything you possibly can. Go see everything and experience all you possibly can. This has served me so well to this day. Just before my father died at the age of 93, if you were to call him at 10.30 or 11, he wouldn't be home. He was at the rodeo. He was watching kids play softball. He was listening to the concert. He was at church. He was somewhere every night. Live a vital life. Here's one of the reasons why. If you live well, you will earn well. If you live well, it will show in your face. It will show in the texture of your voice. There will be something unique and magical about you if you live well. It will infuse not only your personal life, but your business life as well. It will give you a vitality that nothing else can. Next are your family and the inner circle. Invest in them and they'll invest in you. Inspire them and they'll inspire you. With your inner circle, take care of the details. When my father was alive, I used to call him when I traveled. He'd have breakfast almost every morning with the farmers, a little place called the Decoy Inn out in the country where we lived in southeast Idaho. 
So Papa would go there and he'd have breakfast and I'd call just to give him a special day. Now, if I was in Israel, I'd have to get up in the middle of the night, but it only took five or 10 minutes. So I'd call Papa and they'd bring him the phone and I'd say, Papa, I'm in Israel. And he'd say, Israel, son, how are things in Israel? He'd talk real loud so everybody could hear. My son's calling me from Israel. I'd say, Papa, the last night they gave me a reception on the rooftop underneath the stars overlooking the Mediterranean. And he'd say, son, a reception on the rooftop underneath the stars overlooking the Mediterranean. And now everyone knows the story. It only took me five to ten minutes, but what a special day for my father, age 93. If a father walks out of the house and he can still feel his daughter's kiss on his face all day, he's a powerful man. If a husband walks out of the house and he can still feel the imprint of his wife's arms around his body, he's invincible all day. It's a special stuff with the inner circle that makes you strong and powerful and influential. So don't miss the opportunity. Here's the greatest value. The prophet said, there are many virtues and values, but here's the greatest. One person caring for another. There is no greater value than love. Better to live in a tent on the beach with someone that you love than to live in a mansion by yourself. One person caring for another. That's one of life's greatest expressions. So make sure in your busy day to remember your true purpose and the reason you do what you do. May you truly live the kind of life that will bring the fruit and rewards that you desire. You guys, I wish nothing more for you than the good life. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked what you heard, please check out the other episodes of the Boss Up Podcast. You can find them on iTunes or the Google Play Store. And if you really liked what you heard today, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you guys. Let me know what you'd like, what you'd like to hear more of. I would love to communicate with you guys that way. Thank you so much for listening. Today's Boss Up Podcast is brought to you by those jerks that uploaded scary and inappropriate videos on YouTube Kids, ruining the best free babysitter I've ever found. Thanks, freaks. Cheers.